Good morning, everyone. It's Wednesday, the 26th of October. It's Mike in for Jamie. It's National Mint Meat Day, and a very happy birthday to Roger Allen, Hillary Clinton, Seth MacFarlane, and James Pickens Jr. Another day, another Prime Minister. Just seven weeks after she took the job, Liz Truss left Downing Street, making her the shortest-serving PM in British history. She made no apologies for her disastrous mini-budget in her farewell address, but wished her successor well, despite, I predict, a riot being played by protesters near the Downing Street gates. It has been a huge honour to be Prime Minister of this great country. Our country continues to battle through a storm, but I believe in Britain, and I know that brighter days lie ahead. Just hours later, Rishi Sunak warned of difficult decisions ahead in his first speech as Prime Minister. His old boss Boris Johnson eventually sent congratulations, urging the Conservative Party to unite, while Sunak warned of a profound economic crisis. I want to pay tribute to my predecessor Liz Truss. She was not wrong to want to improve growth in this country, but some mistakes were made. And I have been elected as leader of my party and your Prime Minister, in part to fix them. There's been a warm international welcome for Britain's fifth Prime Minister in just over six years, the third in three months and the first Hindu to move into number 10. President Volodymyr Zelensky hopes Rishi Sunak will overcome all the challenges facing British society. President Joe Biden hailed a groundbreaking win for the new PM, although I think he might have got the wrong bloke. Just today, we've got news that Rashid, Rashid Sunak is now the Prime Minister. As my brother would say, go figure. Sunak quickly got to work picking his cabinet with various comings and goings. Not that comings, fortunately. Jeremy Hunt continues as Chancellor and Grant Schapp becomes Business Secretary, replacing Jacob Rees-Mogg, who was the first to jump ship. I believe his behaviour towards Boris Johnson, his disloyalty, means that I could not possibly support him. And he wouldn't want me in his cabinet anyway. Kit Morehouse and Simon Clark also quit, while Dominic Raab got his old job back as Deputy Prime Minister and Justice Secretary. Two-time leadership contender. Penny Morden is still leader of the House of Commons. Mel Stride is now Work and Pension Secretary. And Steve Barclay was appointed Health Secretary with Michael Gove, Oliver Dowden and Gavin Williamson back in the Cabinet. Suella Braverman returns as Home Secretary just six days after being sacked. Labour's Shadow Work and Pension Secretary Jonathan Ashworth said Sunak was weak in appointing the same old faces. I've just learned that Rishi Sunak has reappointed as Home Secretary Suella Braverman. She was forced to resign. She was sacked last week, and the fact that Rishi Sunak has brought her back tonight shows a monumental lack of judgment on behalf of Rishi Sunak. Experts from the International Atomic Energy Agency are due to arrive in Ukraine to prove the country doesn't have any dirty bombs or plans to develop them. Russia has claimed Kyiv is preparing to use explosive lace with radioactive material. Ned Price from the US State Department says they're concerned this could all be used as a pretext for further Russian escalation. We haven't seen any reason uh, to adjust our own nuclear posture, nor uh, do we have indications that Russia is preparing uh, to use nuclear weapons. But we've heard these very concerning statements and we want to send a very clear signal. Speaking to Times Radio, former Foreign Office advisor Mark Galliotti said Putin is attacking infrastructure to increase the cost of supporting Ukraine. He's hoping to make this a really hard winter for them. But also, I think what he's trying to do is to potentially escalate the cost of continuing to support Ukraine. 
Thirteen suspected Chinese spies have been charged by the US Justice Department. The Attorney General announced three separate cases, including one where two Chinese spies tried to bribe a Justice Department employee and another where an agent set up a fake Chinese think tank to procure technology from the US. Merrick Garland says the government of China has sought to interfere with the rights and freedoms of individuals in the United States. The Justice Department will not tolerate attempts by any foreign power to undermine the rule of law upon which our democracy is based. We will continue to fiercely protect the rights guaranteed to everyone in our country, and we will defend the integrity of our institutions. Still to come on the Smart 7, Chelsea qualify for the Champions League knockout stage, and Taylor Swift obsessing about Easter eggs. Right after this. Welcome back. Tuesday night saw Champions League action as Chelsea progressed to the last 16 with a 2-1 win over RB Salzburg. Goals from Mateo Kovacic and Kai Havertz maintained their unbeaten run under new boss Graham Potter. Meanwhile, Borussia Dortmund and Manchester City drew 0-0. The game saw Erling Haaland return to his former club for the first time, but the misfiring goal machine was replaced at half-time by Julian Alvarez. Boss Pep Guardiola wasn't impressed. We missed 24 or 25 penalties, most of them in Champions League. It's too much. So in that kind of thing, you have to be more... always admire the courage, you know, the responsibility to do it. But of course, we miss a lot of penalties. This is a problem. We miss it in, in Copenhagen here well. So we have to improve. Otherwise, this little details and margin in this competition is the key, the difference. Taylor Swift's blingy outfits and star-studded cameos caught fans' attention as she released her second music video from Midnight's, her 10th studio album, which has already broken records. The singer wrote and directed the video for Bejeweled, with appearances from actress Laura Dern, the Haim sisters and Dita Von Tees. And speaking to Jimmy Fallon on The Tonight Show, she admitted struggling to keep up with the level of surprises for her loyal Swifties. This has maybe the most Easter eggs. A psychotic amount. It is like... We have a PDF file for the Easter eggs in this video. Yes! Because there are so many that that we could not keep track. Fans have been treated to a glimpse of the third instalment of the Ant-Man movies, with lead character Scott Lang offered a shady deal by the supervillain Kang the Conqueror. He asked Paul Rudd's character for his help in return for getting him and his family back from the quantum realm. We even get a brief shot of comedy legend Bill Murray in his Marvel debut. Ant-Man and the Wasp's Quantum Mania is due out in February. I used to ask myself a lot of questions. Scott, you're at ex-con. How are you an Avenger? That doesn't make sense. But everywhere I go, people tell me the same thing. Thank you, Spider-Man. This has been the Smart 7. Wherever you're listening, do us a favour and hit the follow button. We'll be back tomorrow at 7am. Have a great day. Written, produced and published by Daft Dogs. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.